Nice guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show I've got the beer-soaked post-hardcore outfit, American Bandit, on the show here today. Uh, we've got Nick, Alec, Ryan, and Luke here on my couch, all fit on the couch. Good job. Yes, yeah, very snugly. Yeah, We're going to spend a lot of time really close together for this next hour. But, uh, you can sit on my lap. I will. I will. <laughs> Their uh, last EP, uh, Losers Club, is out now. Uh, you, it came out last year. You can find it streaming everywhere. Uh, yeah. Thank, thanks for being on the show, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. You're welcome. How are we doing today? Oh, we're good. 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 Living. We are living. <laughs> yes. We're alive, dude. Yeah, and you guys brought my favorite. Well, we got hams here. Oh, man. Oh. Thank you so Thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Take one down, you pass them around. So, uh, you guys, uh, fun fact, are the uh, uh, pretty the first full hardcore outfit I've had on the show. Oh, cool. So, Sick. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> you popped your cherry. You did. You yeah. did. Thank God. Um, yeah, uh, I've had I have a couple that are planned in the next couple months because uh, I'm trying to have more bands on the show, like full bands. Right, uh, sure. And um, I've been fortunate to uh, have talked to bands such as Bandolier, Bacall, um, Sunken Sons, Hopper's Luck, uh, Tacoma Washington Weekday Club. Uh, but um, I'm excited to get to know more of like the hardcore scene and uh, you know how you guys have. Uh, Found found a placement in it. First time I saw you guys was at Bremen Cafe for the Garden Home EP release show, uh, which I believe was in May. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, like that. yeah. yeah. Uh, shout me, out Garden Home. Yeah, shout out, shout out Garden Home, uh, Bermesia and Snag, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, who also performed that night. Yeah, that was a sick show. That was the most card I've ever seen Bremen do. That was our first time at Bremen, and we didn't really, really. expect. I think we talked about <laughs> that. That was nuts. It was nuts, dude. There was a lot. It of was. There. Yeah, Nick, you like climbing things. I learned yeah. pretty fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in your guys' bio, but it, like, it, like legit, you like right. you climb on pretty much anything you can grab. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a fucking killer show. Um, yeah. Um, so to start, before we get into all of that, uh, yeah, I guess like uh, I want to hear. What'd you, what'd you guys do today? Nick, we'll start with you. What'd you uh, do today? I did some laundry. Mm. So, about three loads. Shot. Oh, yeah, that's productive. <laughs> Good job. That's a lot. I don't know. I was just yeah. hauling ass through it. So, do you uh, actually, do you fold your laundry? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, and I hang my shirts. I don't like to put my shirts in the dryer. Oh, nice. That's impressive. And I, then I made some burrito bowls. Oh. Because it's cheaper than Qdoba. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. Yeah. And I've been listening to this crime junkies podcast so oh, cool. just like brutal murders and stuff oh yikes right. uh then i was at work for a little bit and sure. that's about it played with my dog awesome that's a pretty wholesome day thank you Alec, how about you yeah man i just uh worked sadly wasn't too eventful <laughs> of a day no but uh worked uh also listened to a couple podcasts i'm really into the political podcast. Oh, like word. That, so. Like what? That, uh, uh, Majority Report is one I'm that sure, I'm really yeah. into. Yeah. So that was good one. that was a good chunk of my day today. Yeah. Definitely not about murders and killings. <laughs> right. Both are very uh, are uh, 
hot topics to be in the po- the podcast format right now. Yeah, absolutely. And this show even gets political many times. So, Ryan, how about you? Um, to be honest, I woke up pretty fucking hungover oh, and yikes. slept most of today away. What did you do last night? Um, I drank way too much tequila. Oh, oh right. <laughs> all the tequila. Um, well, the Swiss. When you when you here. when you're hungover, you know what you do. Oh, you just keep you, drinking. You keep drinking. All right, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. really the only solution to the mm-hmm. problem. So, here we are. Yeah. Um, I feel better. Was there any occasion uh, to be drinking tequila or? No, night off. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about it. Right, yeah. I was supposed to work. I I got called off and uh, sure. tequila. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. I, it's a good decision. Go, yeah, I actually didn't even really. I I have hated tequila for the longest time until I stopped having Cuervo as my tequila. Okay. Once you don't drink... Cuervo's good. Oh. What's the Do you drink silver or gold? Uh, silver. Okay. Well then... Silver's a little better than gold, but still. um, Definitely. I've found... Yeah, tequila's a lot smoother when it's not Cuervo, but it's teach their own, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, look, how about you? Man, dude, I had a busy day today. Uh, so, I do I do a lot of media around the area, like photography, sure, uh, I do yeah. graphic design, uh, I do like a large mod podge of like a bunch of different stuff with that, and one of the jobs that I have as a day job now is I do real estate photography oh, cool. for a company called Shutter Zone Media. Sure. So today I had two shoots, I had one out in Bayview, it was like a, it's like a normal kind of, it was kind of like a house like this, just like a normal, you know. Milwaukee kind of house, yeah, and then sure. the next one I had was like a was like a half million dollar house that was just like crazy, and uh, the guy that was living there just kept walking in my shots, and I'm just like <laughs> seriously doing. Like, yeah. There was one point too where I was looking at my notes, and the realtor was like, "Make sure you get a shot of the cul-de-sac," and I swear to God, like everybody who was in the cul-de-sac was probably in like a trade or something. They all came out at the same time, and it was like. Two painters were like putting ladders up and shit, and another guy was welding in his garage, and all the garage doors were open. I'm like, I can't be having this in my shots. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's like the worst time for that. So I did that. Um, and then in the middle of that, uh, I also work at a bar down on First and National called Dick's Milwaukee. Oh, sure. Um, I do photography for them too. And I was editing some of the drag shows that I've been working on. I uh, got them their photos back, and then I uploaded all the photos from today. And then last minute, I was like, "You guys, can you wait for me in the parking lot? Like, I can make the carpool." And they're like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." So, I got oh, nice. So I'm here today. Good timing. You guys all have very different days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, we're, here we are bonding over some hams and talking about uh, talking all things. Uh, Creativity and passion, which is what we focus on in Mr. Nice Guy. We examine love and fear through our passion and creative minds. Um, so, in order to do that, uh, I want I need to hear a little bit more about your guys' backstory. Um, so, I'd love to hear about sort of the origins of American Bandit, like how you guys became uh, what you are today. <laughs> so that, goes Fuck. Back, that goes all the way back to Alec and Ryan. They've been yeah. playing together since yeah. like 2009 or something. Well, sure. <laughs> I think even back. further back, I think like 07. Maybe, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, I've, we've been playing together 10 years, 11 years, something like that. So way back in high school. Um, we were in a couple bands back then. Uh, always were good friends, kept in touch. And then we met him 
10 years ago this year? Yeah, 2009. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and yeah. then um, we formed a band, the three of us, called Audacity that we were in for three years, something like that. Yeah, Audacity that. was around for a little bit, a couple yeah. years. Sure. Um, and then kind of did a name change and a little bit of rebranding and style change and stuff and that kind of like this. American Bandit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. Um, so when what was the year you guys became American Bandit? Oh, 2017. Terrible yeah. date. Yeah, 2017. <laughs> yeah, sure. Lost, our first EP came out um, yeah. pretty early, 2017. Cool. Sure. Yeah, so, uh, and then Luke, when did you uh, hop on? I'm the new guy. You're the new guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've like, known all these guys around like the same time period that they've known each other, but um, yeah, I don't know. We we just kind of were playing shows together for years, and uh, between fallouts of different bands that I was in, and you know, I saw like the reach that they were having with each other on how they were trying to accomplish their goals, and I was like, "Hey, you guys need a bass player," mm -hmm. and you know, it just kind of like worked out how it is. You know, like uh, I went on a weekend run with them, like lit, like I had never like. The weird thing about me was I've been doing vocals for like 10 years mm -hmm. and I've never really picked up an instrument until like this last year and sure. within like two or three months I learned like eight or nine songs oh, wow. by them That's on bass nice. and then uh, now I'm up to like 15. Oh, wow. Yeah dude it's pretty crazy. It. Yeah. I love it. Good for you. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. I just jumped into it. Yeah. Yeah. Since that time period, like this past year, like we played with bands like Bless the Fall. Uh, we've played with who else have we played with this year? A lot, dude. We've yeah, um, <laughs> we've done a lot of shit this year. Day Seeker, Day Seeker. What was that Summerfest show? Yeah, oh yeah, we Harley Davidson. We opened for Silent Planet, yes. Silver Scene, and August Burns Red. That is really awesome. That, yeah, was, that, tight. Was, that was a really good time. On the Harley <laughs> stage, dude. That was it, was it was so big, like as a four piece too, like I didn't really know what to do with myself. <laughs> and I'm so glad that I had wireless, because like, yeah. you know, there was like one point I was so nervous to go to the other side of the stage with Alec and I was like, I'm gonna do it once. And I did, <laughs> and I just like skipped over there. I'm like, I look back and I'm like, I'm so far away yeah. from my gear, this is awesome. I'm gonna go back home. I gotta go home. Sure. Uh, considering you guys have been playing for so long, like a, a like a decade's worth of uh, you know, playing in the music scene, like how would you say like uh, the the hardcore scene is different now than it was when you guys first became a band? It's like totally different. Yeah. It seems to like come and go in waves. I feel like every other year is almost different. Sometimes it's stronger, sometimes it's weaker. Sure. Sometimes there are, you know, dozens and dozens of bands, otherwise you have times like now where it seems like there are rather few bands yeah, in Milwaukee. Cool. Sure. But at least as opposed to, you know, if you go back a year or two ago. Um, but it seems to go back and forth like that, but overall it's always been like a pretty tight-knit community. I mean, some people have issues with each other or whatnot. We don't really get involved in any drama, at least as right. far as I know of, but uh, you're trying yeah, to stay clear of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, just kind of yeah. get along, yeah. <laughs> along with everyone for the most part, I'd like to think at least. And yeah, uh, so it's always been a really cool community, but definitely a lot of change mm -hmm. outside of that, though. So. What I think is really cool about uh, being like a, an outside perspective coming into this is like the thing that really makes me super stoked to be a part of American Band is that it's different. There's so many different subgenres of music scenes around the area here. Right. It's like, 
and these guys are a part of like the pop scene just from hanging out with people like and now I'm kind of dipping my foot in that area with these people and like we're also a part of like the metalcore scene and yeah. like the hardcore scene itself is like a completely different area of, of music that we're not really a part of but like in that kind of jurisdiction we can be a part of all these different yeah, things right. and combine with it just because right. we're not subjected to one job. Yeah, totally. And that's a great, that's something that I love seeing. Like, we have so many, like, mixed genre bills out here, like in Milwaukee, like, there's some venues that are really good about that, like, Cactus Club, Company Brewing, you know, uh, even Bremen, like, this past uh, Friday I was at a show at Bremen that had, like, a, there was a folk duo, like, like a folk rock, like indie band, and then there was uh, the Quills, who were like a synthwave duo. So like, but but everyone got along really well. Like it was very integrated, and I think that like we do that really well, or at least are getting really good at doing that in Milwaukee. I think that I still want. There's still a lot of integration to be done, but um, it's cool. I it is really cool to see that. Um, you know, like, there's a lot of, like, integration when it comes to, like, different musical, you know, fusions and ideas, like, all happening in one night, and it draws a lot of crowd, and it brings a lot of people together to, like, experience different kinds of music, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's a really good way to get, like, new fans, mm-hmm. and, like, expose people to new stuff, too. Right. When you, and especially with bands that, like, open to playing mix on the show, yeah. I think it definitely helps a totally. lot. Yeah. I feel like... Hardcore can be a very like overarching term because there are a lot of different kinds of like punk and metal music you right. know? Um, And then Ryan, I know that you do uh, Lakefront Studios. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah, I, like uh, Do you tend to work with like a lot of like, you know, a lot of sort of in that vein where you work with a lot of different kinds of musicians and that or? Yeah, it's been literally all walks of life from bands that have been around for a while to people who, you know, are, it's their first time in a studio or, you know, they've only been singing or playing for a little bit and it's been everywhere from, like, deathcore to pop and hip-hop and just mm-hmm. everything in between, which, I mean, to me is awesome. I, I really like that and I'd like it to stay that way if possible. I'm, I'm sure it'll kind of niche down into one yeah. direction over time, perhaps, but, um, I mean, just me personally, I really like a lot of different styles of yeah, music. For you know, sure. Obviously, you know, we play, you know, hardcore metal, whatever you want to call it. But um, I mean, on, on the side, I, I kind of fill in for some different groups. I'm out playing with like alt rock bands, and I, I play with Armon. Yeah, sure shout out Armon Hassan. Shout out to Armon. Good ass dude. Armon and Hassan. Oh, I love Armon. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I mean, and that's super rad, and I really like. You know, all that type of music. So it's it's been just everything um, mm-hmm. and anything, and I I absolutely love it. Great, so. yeah. Uh, and you you recorded with uh, Math Mountain, right? Yeah, yeah. They they had nothing but good things to say Those about you. Those dudes are so yeah, cool. they're so they were good, so yeah. easy to work with. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't complain about anything with that experience if I wanted to. That was. That was yeah. awesome. Shout out Meth Mountain. It's yeah, a really definitely. fun band out here. so cool. Yeah, so how did you guys get involved with uh, N43 Records? Um, I worked there. We're not the band actually. Oh, that's you. That's you thing. But, but yeah, um, I just work there. I do A&R and product management. Oh, cool. Um, so we work with like Lex Allen, Corey Piper, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Valerie Lightheart, Clear Pioneer, 
It's a bunch of like yeah, pretty big artists in the city. Yeah, totally. I I uh, I've been to the space before. It's really um, <clears throat> just the Lincoln Warehouse in general. It's I mean it's easy to get lost in. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. But like there are so many great initiatives having yeah, happening. There's over a lot there. of really cool things going on in that building. Yeah. I live at the cafe on the oh, first yeah, floor. Right, right. Yeah, shout out more. Yeah, um, just shout outs. All the shout outs. Oh, we, we we love shout outs on Mr. Nescovy. It's all about the acknowledgments, you know. But yeah, I've been doing that for like a year and a half now. Cool. So. Yeah. Um, uh, what are some skill sets you feel like it's like allowed you to really uh, acquire? Like specifically, just like kind of like the back end, like how music royalties work and just the business side of running a band and the music industry and everything. And I've been able to apply that to American Bandit decently. Mm -hmm. So, totally awesome. Um, so, uh, you guys put out, yeah, you put out Lost and then you put out Losers Club. Um, so, how, like, how do you guys feel like you, you're evolving with your sound and, like, you know, what are you guys working on now? Like, I guess, like, um, music that you guys are, um, like, sh sh music that you're playing at shows and everything, like, yeah, like, what's relevant to you guys right now? Oh, okay. we actually have three EPs out, too. We have, there's one in between yeah. Lost and Losers Club called Summer Sessions. Oh, sure. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that that's one, right, yeah. That one so, gets skipped over a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, though. We, there's some, some good songs on right, right now. Right now we're in the middle of recording, um, our next EP. So oh. it's gonna be about six songs. Yep. Um, and we're literally wrapping that up right now. So oh, nice. Vocals are demoed out, the guitars, and to, I don't know if bass is done, but it's getting pretty close. It should yeah, be ready to sure. go by the end of the year. Yeah. So we awesome. have a music video shower already, and oh, nice. we'll start rolling it out. Awesome. How do you names of anything yet, though? We're sure. I haven't named any of them. Oh, so awesome. I'll get there. Just kind of PBRs. Yeah. 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 PBR <laughs> one through six. We've been like, naming all yeah, PBR <laughs> one through six. Sure. They love dummy names. Yeah, I just feel like with every release we just get better at our songwriting and structuring the songs and sure. just really figuring out how to deliver like the strongest songs possible. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um and um I imagine like you're um it's like you're the primary lyricist. Yeah. Uh yeah, like well, I guess like what are some things you're like writing about right now, like I guess like what like subject material wise is relevant to you um, right now? Honestly just like a lot of self-reflection on hands. <laughs> <laughs> product placement. Yes, yes. product placement. Thanks hands. Yeah. Please. It's literally just a lot of like internal stuff that I deal with myself like as far as insecurities and right. stuff like that, yeah. without getting super personal with it. For sure, no, totally. Um, I don't have a lot to say politically or anything like that. It's just a lot of very like, what is important to me, or like how am I feeling about myself, or even just today, you know, like yeah. stuff like that. It's all therapy for us at the end. Yeah, of the day. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I think like a very therapeutic thing I do for myself. Like, I mean, obviously I don't write songs, but I. I have to say things out loud in order to, for me to have closure with it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but like I have to like, um, if like, cause like I'm I'm a very like anxious person. Like I have like a shit ton of anxiety, and like I'm just constantly like feeling like it's it's bad against the world and shit like that. And like I have to like actually vocalize something. Like I talk to myself a lot, 
I fucking I talk to myself a shit ton. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm right there with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I talk to myself so much, and it's largely a lot of it is me sort of trying to like make sense of a lot of like my internal thoughts or fears or something that like I feel like I just need to like say it out loud in order f for me to like find more closure with it or make more sense of it. Um, you know, there's this whole like. People think that, like, uh, talking to yourself is, like, weird or, like, it's something that's, like, frowned upon. But honestly, like, most of us talk to ourselves. I, was say, I feel like a oh, lot yeah. of people do it, though. Like, yeah. Do you ever find yourself, like, driving and yelling at yourself? Oh, all the time. Dude, yeah. I'm, like, every day I'm in a state of fucking, like, road rage of just, like, seriously, dude? What the fuck? Turn your fucking signal on, bro. Yeah. Fuck, man. I'm like, a lot of that's at the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. With the road rage, yeah, at least. Luke's just but, yelling at himself. Why yeah. didn't I use my turn signal? <laughs> <laughs> Rats, why didn't I see that pedestrian? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, no, but I, I think that, like, I want to normalize like talking to ourselves a lot more because like really it's it's like something a lot of people fucking do and you know i think we just in general like our society like we've been so like um we've been sort of like instilled to like hold a lot of shit in Absolutely. um and it spills out and especially us men like us men are just taught to just we like we have a really hard time communicating and vocalizing our emotions and I think that, like, specifically, like, us men, like, need to just, like, uh, even if it's just to ourselves, we need to just, like, say more, you know? No, yeah, it's, totally. It's unhealthy to keep it all in. Yeah, right. But it's badass when you guys can do it in a, such a creative and, and awesome way. Yeah, we're, we're lucky. Well, yeah. yeah. And aside from that, I mean... It doesn't always help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we do talk to each other a lot, too, though. that be writing songs on other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we're all pretty, you know, close at this point in life. We're, you know, feel like we're all very much here for each other too. At least, you know, with the four of us, and we have a like, man. I'm pretty busy. We got a few other friends in our our circle and whatnot, so right. we're all like very fortunate yeah, to have right now. That. I can't really deal with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you the other day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. Um, you know, you are known for. I asked you this question of Rick and Ender, and look for you to elaborate more on it. So, like, you are known to like, you know, be very, um, like, uh, you you engage, like, you engage with the crowd a lot. You climb all over shit. You know, you really utilize the stage and the space and the venue, like, as part of your American band performances. Um, how does it make you feel when you like get to do that? I don't know. I feel like there's like a switch flipped where I'm not really paying attention if I'm jumping off something or climbing something or interacting at any capacity. Um, it's just a performance. Yeah. I just want people to pay attention and yeah. listen to what I'm saying. Right. And uh, a lot of times people are buried in their phones, so yeah. I'm not afraid to smack your phone out of your hand. There you go. Um, <laughs> which I've done at shows. Have you really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, nice. Like, I don't know, whatever. I mean, that's, I mean, <laughs> I mean you, especially if you're, like, front row, like, 
Yeah. No one should. You paid to get in here. Exactly. We're really helping. Yeah, them, man. We're really helping them out. Yeah. So yeah, you, it's a good release, though. Sure. I feel pretty reserved most of the time. Like if you talk yeah. to me, I'm pretty soft-spoken um, for the yeah. most part. And yeah. So, so you mentioned that you recall a specific time you really hurt your hand. Yeah. Uh, that was in Caledonia at like some biker bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I already God. knew that's oh, where God. I was going. Yeah, I already knew. That was we hard. were playing outside under this pavilion, and I jumped up and grabbed the rafters to like hang upside down from them or whatever I thought I was going to be able to do. <laughs> sure. Um, and the, they had lined the top of the rafters with little razor blades, which they told me were to keep the birds off after the fact. Mm -hmm. But it also just sliced my fingers. Right. Up. Yeah. <laughs> We can, we played. I mean, we finished our show, but like holy shit, there's a lot of blood. Oh, I was ready to hold like 165 pounds up, so I was like, "Oh dear." Uh, I mean, I like so like. I'm not very good with blood, so I was like pale. Neither am I, like, dude. Holy shit! I was a little bitch about it. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely was. I, I think you get a pass in that situation. Did yeah. I feel like a pass. Yeah. But. Well, sometimes <laughs> otherwise it's a lot of microphones with the face on accident. Like oh, I bust yeah. my lip open a decent amount. And sure. Yeah, but yeah, that shit hurts mildly. <laughs> yeah, it's normally just bruises and whatever. Mm-hmm. Damn. I think I actually have a scar on my knee from a show once. We were playing at like this quarry, like on the inside, and there's one of the walls was all rocks. Mm -hmm. So I was climbing it, and on my way up, there was like one sticking out, and I just got myself, and I just started. Like gushing blood, and I was just like oh, hanging damn. on this wall, and I jumped off of it. Same show or whatever, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Fuck. Yeah. I don't. I don't do blood either. Like, I mean, it, I mean, it's kind of cool that like you just have like you know so much um, energetic zone where like you know it, it can sort of blind it, you get blinded by like how much that phases you, but at the same time, it's like damn, like. I just cut my hand open. Shit. <laughs> right. Oh, how'd that happen? Right. You know? <laughs> it's very entertaining from our standpoint. Yeah. Because I know plenty of times I'll be like tuning or looking at my guitar, and then I'm like, oh, Nick's gone. And then I'm like, oh, he's up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There he goes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, um, so considering like you guys like have, you know, uh, you guys are able to work with, um, you know, so much. You, you guys are like a type of band where you like you can work with you're very personable in terms of your sound and like you know uh, you know how your shows go and everything like that um, how what do you guys feel uh, you want to like you want people to understand about like uh, like hardcore shows and like or like metal shows punk shows whatever what have you like um, what do you want to see more of I guess like in in terms of like the Milwaukee scene? Um, see more of in terms of the Milwaukee scene promotion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Promotion in like a general sense, too, like not even yeah. just us, but just like more people come oh, to yeah. the shows, more word of mouth about the shows, yeah. you know, because like we, we can't do this if no one shows up. Right, like nowadays bands think that if you post like the day that you announce the show, like, oh, we're on a show, and then like, a week before the show, hey, we have a show in a week, and then the day of the show, hey, we're playing a show today. That's promotion. It's like, nah, dude, you print out flyers, you pass them around, you hang them out, 
You fucking create ads. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, the business side of the music. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I think some of that's lacking sometimes and you know, could could be fulfilled more by some of the, you know, promoters and, and you know, other people in the business here. Mm -hmm. Um but there doesn't always seem to be a lot of that. And it's not even just in town here, but you know, it's it's in other states sure. too. Yeah. yeah. Um do you feel like more people in Milwaukee are devoted to the scene, though? I think people yeah. in Milwaukee are devoted to themselves. Like, <laughs> as far as the bands we play with, they don't give a shit. They just are like, oh, that band's doing that? That's not fair. Like, they're just like, what can we do to get ahead? We're not really trying to build a team. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of that. No, yeah, well, that depends, what, but definitely. Yeah, and there's a lot of shit talking and backstabbing, mm, and they'll be like, yeah. bro, you did so good, and turn around and be like, man, fuck that dude. Like. And to me, I say all those people like fuck you guys. Yeah, that that Armand, be off the record. Oh yeah, I mean if that doesn't have to be off the record to me. Fuck all those dudes for doing that to him. Armand yeah. grinds so hard and like that was his band. That was, right. that was literally that was his band. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a solo project before yeah. he let all his friends join. Like yeah. I remember he was telling me like demos of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, then he, he they brought in a new like, guy damn. that thought he had a better, better idea, and so the, like I'll turn down him. Well, I mean, Armand and some of those dudes are friends after the fact, but they. Just decided to run the but that is that backstabbing shit, <laughs> yeah, you know. And it's like, but it's like that shit like that is what prevents like a scene to, you know, like move forward. Move forward, exactly. Yeah, move forward, like to flourish. Yeah. Right. Want, like you can't. It's not gonna be one band just doing it. Like all the bands have to work together right. for there to be a scene, or there's nothing. Right. Exactly. exactly. And honestly, like there's a bit of that. Like, oh, do you guys remember how, how, right how poppin' the music scene was when Audacity was around, and then there Absolutely. was After Our Animals and Before the War, and there, there was, was like, like that whole seven band shows and everything. It was, it was insane, like every weekend we were pulling like, you know, like 100 to 200 yeah, people coming yeah. out. And now you're lucky if you get fucking 20, 30 people showing up to the X-Ray Arcade. You right, get yeah. 50 or 60, that's like the show of... Yeah, yeah. that's pretty Yeah. <laughs> The, like, this harkens to something that just, you know, plagues many creative industries, but ego, you know, and like professionalism, and yeah. just, the it's fact- like fucking dick shaming contest. Like, right. You yeah. have a dick's bigger than your dick, so. Exactly. And like, we are not in a place to be doing that, like, as, like, as Milwaukee, it's like, you know, we have a lot of really fucking talented people in the city. Yeah, you know, we nice. have a lot of fucking resources, mm -hmm. too. Especially when you consider, like, it's not New York or Chicago or something. Right. Like, we're not a huge right. city. No, like, yeah, there's a lot of... And talent. we're not a city that's necessarily known for its music scene yet, either. Yeah. We're not, like, in Austin, Texas. Yeah. You know, like, we're... We're getting there, though. We are getting there. Definitely. But that's... But this is exactly, like, why, like, we need to talk about it. Because, like, I think that, like, egos are, you know, the, the ultimate downfall for like you know the 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 prospering Absolutely. of like any creative scene you know yeah. it's because it's like i got this opportunity so i'm gonna fuck over all these people or you know i'm like i'm pissed that like you know this band or this person is like succeeding where i'm not so i'm gonna do what i can to like you know beat them down and like talk shit but like it's a it's a toxic culture that I really think needs to be dismantled and that like at the end of the day we're all working towards the same goal. Yeah. Which is to put Milwaukee on the map, which is to bring really good fucking music to these people, which is to really like, you know, allow you guys to make this a fucking living. You know? Right. Yeah. And yeah, no one wants to work a shitty day, Jade. Exactly right. Right. 
you know? And it's like, it's not just the bands, though, too. Like, the bit that's oh, it's art in all forms. Part of it, yeah. but it's like, I, you know, you, I, I certainly see people like, why aren't there more shows and stuff? It's like, set up the show. Or like, come to the show. Do it, or yeah. go, even just right. go to the show. Tell your friend about the show. Bring them. Like, yeah. just even that little bit. If 10 people do that, you've already doubled the amount of people going to the show. Yeah, we've got, uh, I mean, we. I, I gotta give a shout out to anyone who owns a DIY venue in town. Oh, JJ. JJ Kaiser. <laughs> JJ's Bar and Grill. One, on one of the finest restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. But yeah, no, JJ is a great example. But like right now, I believe JJ is like one of the only people in town that's doing like a DIY venue that specifically caters to like punk and metal shows and shit like that. Oh, exactly. JJ's huge in like the hardcore scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's like, and like you don't have to be like in the city too. Like he does it at his house in Franklin where these two went to high school. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it's a school at JJ. It's a little yeah. like. Like littlest or like just the most suburban suburb. <laughs> you would never area think there's a music yeah. venue there. The yeah. first time oh, yeah. I went there, I thought the cops were gonna get called. Cause I remember one time I played a show there with Kingmaker, like fucking almost a decade ago, and we like saw that it was at Eli's house. You guys remember when yeah. Eli had shows? Oh my those? god, yeah. So it was at Eli's house. It was a Bye Bye Me, Kingmaker, Aracy, and some other bands, and we pull up to the house, and there's like a hundred cars just like parked all on the streets oh, yeah. and it's all this noise going on. I'm just like, dude, Franklin is like the worst place to have mm. this. Like, why aren't the cops getting called? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah. just the fact that he's been able to keep this going for so long and still pay the bands and still make money on top of it and continue to do this is unbelievable. Oh, like, man. we did a weekend run with a band called Barricades in April, and their vocalist Jacob moved to Colorado, and they're, his new band out there is doing like a big like a big sweep, and they're coming to Milwaukee, and they're playing in JJ's basement like, mm -hmm. I think in like a month or something like that. Yeah, sure. It's just like crazy yeah. how that shit works full yeah. circle. Yeah. Uh, that goes back to what you were saying about the marketing side of things, you know? It's like promoting a show and like really like personally interacting with people that you want to be there. Be like, hey, this is happening. I want you to fucking be there, you know? Like that's, it's, it's not a matter of just like, hey, like look at us, we're doing a show. Like, no, I want you, you specifically to be at a show. On that topic too, what's super cool about that is like, we got to bond with those guys. Like anytime you go out on a tour with a band or a run or whatever the fuck you want to call it, you get to bond with these people and it's it's not the fact of, you know, you might not even do it, you know, you, you guys might not even talk to the other band. But if you do make that connection, these bands will either come back and play for you in your city or they will continue in other projects and come back and these people will come back and you can come see them or vice versa. You'll come out there, they'll come see you because they want to be a part of what you're doing. And that's what I feel like is super awesome about the full circle of music is mm -hmm. it can be this beautiful thing if you just accept it and grow with it and okay. treat everybody how you want to see your project end up. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, it's crazy, man. I'm excited for that show and I don't even really like hardcore, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking excited to go see that dude. So it's oh, like... Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much how I feel. I'm just excited to see Jacob. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. He's... Is that right. And we just actually announced a show 
today, I believe, um, November 1st in Green Bay with our friends at Archers. Oh, awesome. from Madison. Sure. Um, which will be our first Green Bay show. Cool. Oh, oh very fun. So, yeah. have you guys, um, uh, prior to this, like, have you guys played outside of the city much? Outside of Milwaukee? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just in July, like right after Summerfest, we left and we hit uh, Minneapolis. Uh, Waterloo, Iowa, oh, cool. Moline, like in the oh right, right, yeah. Sure. We've been in the Cincinnati area a couple times, nice. a couple of shows in Indiana. Mm-hmm. So kind of just like, a little Midwest circuit. What's that? Thompson House was sweet. That was probably my favorite place we've been. Yeah, yeah, there's a Kentucky. place called Thompson House in Coving, Newport, Kentucky. It's oh, like cool. this 200-year-old mansion, like right across the river from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to play there in July, and that was a really good time. That was well. awesome. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I guess like. Um, like, how do you guys, like, uh, feel about, um, like, when you get to, when you guys go to, like, a bunch of different cities like that, and you see, like, the scene there, and see the draw, and just see, like, the enthusiasm, I guess, like, yeah, what have been some of, like, your, like, uh, favorite cities you performed in, or I guess, like, how do you think about it in relation to Milwaukee and its own scene? It's oddly familiar sometimes. Yeah, I feel like the... My favorite so far is like the Cincinnati, Newport, Kentucky area. I just feel like we haven't fully tapped into it, but I can tell there's just like a tight knit of people that really yeah. enjoy DIY music. Totally. Yeah, very like Milwaukee shows. vibe. Yeah. yeah. And they've got Feels home. Beer. Yeah. Awesome. It's always a plus. Yeah. Something I really like whenever I go on tour, um, I've been touring for about 10 years between doing photography for bands um, and you know, playing with my own bands, and now I'm able to tour with these guys, and it's fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, is for the night, everybody's my buddy. Like, I'm not gonna be the quiet guy that's not gonna talk to anybody and be recluse. I'm gonna go and try to make as many friends and moments as I can with people the night that I'm there, so that when yeah. I come back, they might remember me, they might not. You know, right. I got I got a couple horror stories. I got a couple. I got a couple <laughs> yeah. great moments. Like you know, so it's like. They could be that one guy, like, and I, I, I said I'd never tell any shit stories, but, um, or, or on this podcast, but, uh, so. We love shit stories on Mr. Nice Guy. I shit my pants outside of the girl who writes for Metal Injection in Brooklyn. One time when I was on tour with Abigail Williams, I was staying at her house, and I ended up blowing my air mattress up and knocking over some shit in her house, and I was like, fuck this, I'm gonna go to my van. I went out in the van. And I fucking like slept in there for like three hours and I shit and then the door was locked and I had to fucking find my way around downtown Brooklyn and oh, find man. a place to change and no one would let me change because I didn't have any money and they're like you need to buy some. So Oh damn. <laughs> so if what? if I possibly need a review for an album I can be like, Hey, you remember me? I'm the guy that shit my pants at your house that one time. <laughs> she might be like, Oh yeah. Wow. Still waiting on that. But That's that, you know, <laughs> man, that that is that's that's that is impactful. Yeah, um, damn, great word choice. Yeah, <laughs> regardless, when you go on tour, dude, everybody's your buddy. Just make sure that you create that connection with people right. because you might see them again, you know, mm-hmm. and you want them to come to your shows. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what have you? What have been uh, in terms of Milwaukee venues? You guys' favorite places to perform? Cactus Club was great. Uh, Absolutely. 
Yo, <laughs> so, uh, so sorry. That, that one. <laughs> that one. That, that no, that was totally. That was like another level. Yeah, that was like. That was something different. Uh, I remember us being so scared before we went on, and then like when we got up, we're like, "Oh yeah, this is this, this is just normal." <laughs> well, I imagine that's like we're one of the bigger like triple crowds you performed yeah, in front of. Oh, the private. Largest, yeah. I would say, and the longest yeah. set too. That was like oh, the wow. other piece of it because we usually we're doing like twenty to thirty minutes. That was like a forty-five minute set, and I think we stuffed like thirteen songs into that. Yeah, we like like that. So we just kept going, hammering them out one after another. Damn, holy! That I mean, that is really, really awesome that you guys got that opportunity. Um, it's like Summerfest is for a lot of bands around here like a milestone to be playing and. It's definitely one for us. As yeah, well. even yeah, yeah. yeah. I was all super sick. thankful. Oh yeah, he was gonna snag that up. I was I was blown away. Like we we thought it wasn't gonna happen, and then he was like, "Just believe it's gonna happen." We're like, yeah. "Okay," and then it sure shit enough, it fucking did. And we're like, "Wow, what the, <laughs> wow!" And then two minutes later, we're like, "Oh shit, we gotta get this set together." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. yep. yeah. it was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is that it's is a really fun time. time. That yeah, was a really fun day for sure. I I mean like, I imagine because like a lot of bands are performing like uh, they're doing like the ground stage and stuff like that. You know, which which is awesome too. Like just to have that opportunity, but you know, playing, um, you know, like headlining, playing a headlining show is you know I imagine it's very empowering. It really just like affirms like what you guys are doing and everything. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But bringing it back to the venues, the Cooperage is like a venue that I would really like. Yeah, to we haven't played that one yet. <clears throat> so that for some, I just think that room's sick. It is a really sick room, yeah. Um, right on the river and everything. Right. Dude, that right. stage is huge. Yeah, I really like. Yeah. I was trying to take pictures the other night of that show that uh, New Vices was playing at, and I had to just like. Yeah, it's a tall. Hold my camera like yeah. all the way up here, and I was like, I don't know what I'm taking a picture of. Like, <laughs> hopefully, it turns out. Well, um, yeah, that, the only thing is the stage is, is pretty high above the ground, <laughs> so if you're going to be jumping around, climbing on it, be careful. No, I can't. Like, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> That's like, the bigger the stage, the more incentive for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, would, I would care. No. There's okay. no razor blades on things. So Fair, like, yeah, right, right, yeah. After, yeah, after you, you dealt with that, you can put up I didn't get hurt at Summerfest, and that's a big stage. So. That's good. Good. Glad. Well, um, we'll uh, appreciate you guys being on the show and everything. Yeah, no, yeah. So, uh, awesome. uh, yeah, yeah sure. it was a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, shout out Ben. Shout out Ben. Shout out Ben. Shout out ben. Is it nice <laughs> <laughs> I'm nice, like sometimes. Well, you're, you're, you're Ben. The name of the show is Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. We didn't establish who Mr. Nice Guy was. Right. It could be any of these guys. Right? Yeah. No. I, Wasn't the name of in Half Baked? Yeah. I, okay. The, it's funny because like. That's usually what people ask me, like, did I get that from that? And I'm, no, <laughs> I didn't. Like, I honestly, like, it was just a thing that popped up in my head that resonated, but no, it had nothing to do with the movie. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nick, what keeps you up at night? White Claw. White Claw. <laughs> you know there's a shortage. Yeah, not, not for me, though. <laughs> yeah. There's a shortage of White Claw? Yeah, yeah they've been selling like too much of it, so they yeah. they have to like get more in production. Like, Goddamn college students. Yeah, that's <laughs> everyone. Who won the White Claw summer? 
He gets them just like in cardboard boxes because the distributor is just like, yeah, dude, they can't make the boxes fast enough, so here's what you get. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yikes. Shout out John Gunkle. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For real. Well, there is also Truly. Truly is out on the market as well. Right. The natural hard seltzer. Yeah, right. Pabst is putting out a seltzer. Pabst is putting out a seltzer, yes. That one I will be excited for. strong. I just tried the new Sprecher seltzer. I didn't like it that much. I think Sprecher sucks. Not the root beer. The root beer is great. The root beer sucks too. They are. You're wrong. You don't have anything. No, Sprecher is pretty good. I like Sprecher. I mean, they just closed. Well, it's not their fault, but they closed down the tap room that they had in Marcus Point, probably because the beer isn't. But maybe because I agree the building got sold and they're going to do something else with it. Probably because it's impossible. Oh yeah. Well. Fair. You yeah. know, the beer garden. Is but that's what keeps me up at night. White Claw. Oh, uh, it's nothing. The beer, wait, he's off. right though. The beer garden is nice. The Trailing Beer Garden? It's, and their beer's amazing. You go to that all the time. You can't. <laughs> I would rather take hams to the park. Hams? Hams. Thank you. Sponsorship? <laughs> Hoping. <laughs> Alec, what keeps you up at night? Politics. It literally. Donald Trump fucking the world up, man. But vote. I won't, I won't get it. Yeah, vote, vote in the 2020 please election, <laughs> please. But not for Donald Trump. Right. Not for Donald Trump. No. Right. Literally. Or, uh, just vote. <laughs> yeah. Just, just vote. vote. Because yeah. like, yeah, I'm not gonna get into it. But I. Yeah. No. <laughs> that, that's a rabbit hole. We, we'll save that for next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Nice Guy. So it's just YouTube. Right. 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 <laughs> With the camera so, off. Alex, tell me what you really feel. You know. <laughs> Ryan, what keeps you up at night? Oh man. SpongeBob. I was gonna say tequila, but that, that puts me to bed. That's the opposite. Oh, right. I don't know. Sponge. 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 I mean, SpongeBob's great. Only get me wrong. Bullet ice cream in season four. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my mind's always just going crazy with like just I don't want to say stupid ideas, but just entrepreneurial ideas of some right. sort. I'm always doing like something, yeah. and like I can never keep it. Stuck to one thing, so yeah, I uh, it's always something different, but yeah. I just keep myself open. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you'll do that to yourself, you know. Um, but SpongeBob, but SpongeBob, Top, yeah, only, only that, only the pre uh, SpongeBob movie episodes after they got new writers, like in like 2005, the show. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah totally, sure. totally. Luke, how about you? What Fucking Starbucks. Starbucks? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Okay, so I work part-time there, and it sucks. I I was a Starbucks barista for a year and a half. You know. I do know. I'm aware. You know. I'm aware, yes. Um, but it is pretty sick, though, at the they, same time. Give you good benefits, yeah? Do all you do, you get the free shit all the time, bro. You get the free Spotify <laughs> yeah. premium. You get the... Get the not they so good They free Spotify premium? Dude. They do, yeah. You get free Spotify premium. You, you also just gotta sell your soul in the siren. Right. You also get, um. Fine. You get, uh. <laughs> right. You get, you know, the free pound of coffee every yep. week. You also. What? Wait, if you were. Hey, you hey, every, you get a free why have you never told week, us? Really, so every week. <laughs> because I don't want you to scoop up my free pound of coffee every Shit. week. I just got I'll scoop up your job. Coffee, but you know, I don't want to do it when you drop me off his free like coffee. It's like a $5 DC Oh, yeah. So, There's some people that don't even use them. It's a waste. Oh, my God. But yeah, you get, you get free coffee, so that's kind of why. Oh, so it's location you work at. 
Ah, uh, the Oak Creek one. Oh, with Howell. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's a lot of privileged. Oh, oh, you, you want to talk about privilege? I worked at the Marquette Starbucks. Oh my <laughs> god. I, our tips oh. were minimal. Oof. Anyway. What, what keeps you up though? What keeps me up? Yes. More lately. So I sleep really good these days. I know. Um, I, yeah, usually like I'm just out cold because like my mind is just, I'm very neurotic and like I'm just, I use my mind so fucking much throughout the day and I'm just tired by, just by nature. But when it, when I do get kept up, uh, it's um, usually trying to fit everything into one day. Like if I, I, like I have a lot of hobbies. I have so many hobbies and I never have enough time to do all of them. Like I do this, I write for Breaking and Entering, I work at Company Brewing, but I also am trying to make time to listen to music, like listen to albums and discographies that I'm trying to get into. Um, I'm also, I'm huge into movies, so like, I'm trying to fit movies in, I'm also trying to fit my friends in, trying to like, you know, have a social life. So like, honestly, keep what keeps me up at night is trying to fit everything in at once. Uh, and it, it's hard. Like you need a planner. I do. Yeah. Those are fucking assignment notebooks. <laughs> 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 that wakes up over the first period. Right, yeah, yeah. No, I, I literally, like, I schedule pretty much every, like, hour of right. every day. shit for three minutes. Yep, right. Oh. <laughs> no, I, no less. I mean, three minutes is oh, the shit, way the, too long. The shits take their time. Like, <laughs> I, I take my sweet ass time with the shit. What puts you to sleep, Nick? White Claw. White Claw, also, right? Alec, what puts it you comes to full circle. What puts you to sleep, Alec? What puts me to sleep? No, politics does not... No, 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 no. no Bernie Sanders podcast put him to sleep. What puts you to sleep? Oh, probably just exhaustion, I guess, because I <laughs> have... No, because I have a... I don't sleep easy. It take, Like, it takes me a while. Like, I don't get a ton of sleep. Sure. But, yeah, probably just... Eventually, after laying there for like a few hours, just like okay, it's time. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. going. Yeah, Ryan, what puts you to sleep? Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> Tequila. Te- a couple of drunks. <laughs> Luke. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you for being on yeah, the show. Thank you for having us. Too. Thank you for being yes, on the show. Thank you for being thank on the you. show. Thank you for being on the show. Be sure to check out American Bandit on November 1st at where was uh, it? Green Bay. Green Bay, yes. So, um, come hang. And also, uh, remember Lakefront Studios. Hey. This guy. Yeah. Out of your house? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's at the home. Yeah. Perfect. Shout out to the DIY studio spaces. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I'll be posting links to their music uh, in, the, in the description. Uh, so thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Peace. Bye!